this is Tom Williams, and you are listening to Talk Theater in Chicago's Interview Podcast. Well, you know, we all go to shows that we really like, and it's a it's a fairly short run because they have other shows coming in, and we always say, wouldn't it be great if someone remounted that show so a larger audience could see it and it, and it could run as long as the show has legs? Well, my guest today is a, is a lady who is a producer who did that just the, the following. Her name is Gitta Jacobs, and she's a longtime producer, and she is responsible with with Jim Jensen for bringing Smokey Joe's Cafe from Theater Ubuque up, up on Rogers Park at the No Exit Cafe down to the Royal George Cabaret Theater. Hello, Gitta. Hello, Tom. Tell us the story of, of how you did it, because congratulations on the show. It's fabulous, and and it is so needed to have a show like this be remounted. Well, thank you very much. The way this came, I'm a huge fan of Fred Anunzio's, so I always go to his theater. And this is not the first time I've asked him if I could move a show, okay. but this is the first time it actually happened. What happened was I saw this show, and I walked out of there singing and happy, and I, I um, thought, well, this show, we, I went to Fred and I said, this show has got to be moved. And the following week, a friend of mine, Jim Jensen, who I've worked with before, we've done a couple shows together, he called me, not knowing I had seen the show, and said, I have a show we should move. <laughs> and I said... Great minds think alike. I said, I know what it is. It's Smokey Joe's Cafe, right? He said, yes. So that, we talked to Fred. Uh, there were some problems getting it mounted. It take, takes a while to get the rights. And because that was a small theater and we're going commercial, so you, the rights are different. Uh, but all in all, it has been one of the most exciting things I have ever done. Well, I was just at Fred's Theater for uh, for Aspects of Love, yeah. and he was talking about it. He was so happy with it. He goes, he goes, I can't believe it. He says, people are always telling me to remount it, but he says... I, I just didn't know how to do it, and he was a little afraid of it, because it's a, it's a financial risk. Well, and he thanked me, because yeah. we, we credit him with the production. Oh, yeah. Because it is not mine or Jim's production. We are the presenters. We are not the producers. We picked it up intact, moved it intact, and we're presenting it now. You know, that so many producers take over a show, and I don't know if it's ego or what, but they fix what isn't broken. Well, and they sometimes ruin a show that was good. I, we've all seen that. Well, not only did we get the cast and the set and the costumes, but we got the director and the assistant director. So we moved the whole parcel. So there wasn't room for a lot of mistakes. All the things we loved were there. You know, it's just tweaking, getting it into a new place. You know? Yeah. Well, tell us about the show now, because Jerry Lieber and Mike Stroller are two... Absolutely unknown. No one knows who they are, but they know all their songs. Well, if you know Elvis, you know uh, um, You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog, Jailhouse Rock. And then you have the old standards like Stand By Me and Kansas City and Pearl's a Singer. And there are just so many songs I had not realized they had written. And I saw this show 20 years ago in this theater, in the big stage. Well, tell us about that. Uh, well, I That's saw right. it 20 years ago. I think the name of it was... Uh, Mike and St uh, Stallers and Lee's, Lieber's Rock and Roll Show. Yeah. We have a poster out in the hall, something like that. It had a different name, but it's the same songs. And I liked it then. But when I saw it at Theater Ubuque, I loved it. 
I, I think it's more of an intimate show, and therefore a smaller space. We have 180 seats here, and he has 50. Fred has 50. So we're still both in intimate spaces. I think it works better in this kind of a space. Yeah, it does. And one of the magics of it, a Fred Anzavino show, that uh, especially with uh, with Brenda Didier choreographing and directing as she did this, right. it's it's a review. So people can't come here expecting a book story. It, no, it's forty uh, great songs by the two men that actually kind of made rock and roll. They right. really did. They, they are the history of rock and roll. Yeah, and and, and, and people don't realize that. And that's when rock and roll had harmonies, melodies, right. rhymes. There were real songs. They weren't they were just a gibberish. They're not Andrew Lloyd Webber. They're not uh, Cameron McIntosh. They wrote songs. Yeah. They didn't write books. There was no book. Yeah, these guys, they're kind of the last of the Tin Pan Alley kind of right. writers who adapted to the modern times of the 50s and 60s with Absolutely. rock. And they, you know, in this show though, you have uh, you have a country song, you have With some gospel. gospel, you got a lot of blues and yeah. rhythm and blues. Right, people know the difference. Right, and and you have nine performers doing forty songs in right. around two hours. Right, With fifteen minute intermission. With a fifteen. Yeah, I said before, and I'll I'll state it again. It's one of the great date shows. This is the kind of show that you you take your your significant other or your wife or if that has to be, or whatever, have a nice dinner, come see a show, and maybe stop and have a couple of drinks, and you're you're just in such a good mood. Well, everybody walks out of here happy. But it's not only a date show. We've been getting kids. I mean, families are coming with two kids, you know, the 10 and 11 and 12. And so we're getting everything. And you're you're actually teaching a whole couple of generations who don't know. We grew up know these songs. Yeah, yeah I knew I every song this. in your show. And you I, I know every song. I'm from Kansas City. Every time they do Kansas City, I go bananas. You know, if, if, like, everything's up to date in Kansas City, you know, Oklahoma, too. I love it. But these songs, I didn't realize until I saw this show how many of these songs I really knew and grew up with. Yeah, me too. And, and we didn't know who wrote them. They did not. They yeah. did not. They were not in the... Uh, papers all the time. Yeah. There was no scandal around them. There, you know, there's nothing like there is today. There's no paparazzi, no nothing. Yeah. They just wrote music, beautiful music, and with a, with such a variety. Oh, I know. Yeah. So you have nine people. Nine. People. And this show starts out and just keeps on going, and and it's it, it's so beautifully uh, directed and staged and choreographed. Yes. Uh, the fact, one of the things that amazed me when I saw it at Theater Upuke, their space is a little smaller than this, not much. When I saw the choreography in that show, I was blown away. I, I couldn't believe that they could do that in that space. Well, after she did Cats there. Yeah. Well, she can do anything. She yeah. can do anything. Yeah. She's my hero now. Yeah. Uh, and Steve helped her. Steve Hildebrand helped her. And he was the assistant uh, director. And he, between them, you know. She's now doing another show. So what? one of the things that I like that I was trying to say before, with a, one of the trademarks of a Fred Anzavino show is you can understand every lyric. Every word. They're not micro, they're not mic'd. Nope. And the sound mix, you're not overpowered by the, by the orchestra. The percussion is a particular problem in some show. All you hear is the drum beating over your head. Right. You can't hear the singers. Fred is known for that, and... In this space, a larger space now, it's what, 140? 180. 180. You can still hear every word and, and the enunciation. You can actually hear and understand lyrics. Well, we have Brenda, Steve, and Jeremy. And between them, 
they are all adamant that the orchestra should not overwhelm the singers. They should, and then there, we do not have the mic, as you know. We have hanging mics. We do not have the singers mic. And they are. They've been very careful about that. I personally do not like going to a show where I don't understand the words. Yeah. I, I, I think or they have to scream to be heard right. over or the, the guitar so or the... They've been very yeah, careful yeah. about that. They've spent a lot of time on that. And that, that's so natural. It, it comes off so right. so well, yeah. And we only have four pieces, you know. It sounds like more. Well, Jeremy Ramey's a... I've interviewed him. And he's, 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 he's a genius, yeah. He is a genius. And, and but he, he comes in and gives notes and says... This is overwhelming that, you know, the horn is too loud or the drums are too loud. Get, you know, t tone it down. So he's, he's marvelous. He's still with us. He comes in and yeah, oh yeah, checks yeah. us every week. Well, he's, he's, he's busy playing another show. Oh, well, I saw the show Sunday night aspects of But he'll too. be, he'll be back, yeah. I'm sure, uh, doing the piano because this, this show's going to run a long, long oh, time. Oh, I hope so. So what is it? Let's get into the theory behind this. You've been producing long enough, and you've been going to theater long enough, where you have that that sense when you walk in five minutes into a show, you have that sense. Right. This this show is, could have legs. This this is the kind of thing that we should we should move. But can you tell us what some of those elements are? I, I it's a gut feeling. Okay. It's definitely a gut feeling. I was nineteen years on the Jeff committee. I That's right. You were six uh, Jeff shows, and. Um, but I can go into a show, like when I saw Angels in America in New York, I called Bob Perkins, who owned this theater at the time. I said, if you ever do this show, I want to be a part of it. And he did, and I was. And That's where I saw Angels the first time. And it, I've never been, up till now, I've never been as proud of anything as that show, because it was so timely. At the, you know, mm -hmm. It came out at the height of the AIDS crisis, and it was wonderful. And Bob let me in on it, and I loved the experience. That ran a long time too, didn't it? Ran a year, and we were on tour for two years. You toured it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. Where did Where did you go on the tour with it? Oh my God, we were everywhere. We yeah. were in. Where did I go? I went to Florida. I went to Boston. Uh, they did a country tour. I I don't have all the okay. cities. I don't remember them. So, but when you saw that, you knew you had to I be knew a part the of the minute it. I walked in. The woman in black. Yeah, tell us that story. That's really interesting. Yeah. My friend Todd Schmidt, who was the business manager of Peninsula Players, and his partner, uh, Greg Winkler, who was the artistic director of Peninsula Players, uh, Todd talked to me about this script, A Woman in Black. But I said, I'm not going to... He gave me the script. I said, I can't, I can't picture this. I just can't picture it. It's, it's a wild script. And he says, well, let's go to London. So we went to London. And good excuse to go to oh, London. Anything is yeah, to see excuse. some theater in London, right. yeah. So we went to see The Woman in Black, which is the second longest running show in the history of London. Um, Agatha Christie's Mousetrap is the Mousetrap. And they're both scary, kind of, yeah, scary. yeah. So we got, we talked to the people there, we got the rights, we put it on a Peninsula Players, and it ran for six weeks there. That's up in Wisconsin, up in, in Door County. Door County, yeah. Wisconsin. And then we picked it up, kit and caboodle, just like this one, set, costumes, everything, and brought it to Chicago. Yeah, at the old at theater the old, building. It wasn't at that time the theater building. Yeah, that's where I saw it with uh, Greg Winkler and, uh, Tim, Gregory. and Tim Gregory. Yes. And our Ashley Bishop was our woman in black. That's She's married to Marty Higginbottom. That's right, yeah. yeah. And that show ran, that had about what, nine months. Nine months? Yeah. That's amazing. And, well, and people would come and they'd be scared. And Halloween, we had the most fun. We all dressed up and everything. 
and people came. And well, I saw it in London too, and another story about it. But um, no, that I tried to get the rights <laughs> when I saw it before you did. Uh, but it was tied up in some kind of litigation uh, between the writers. I don't and know the, what time there was, you tried to get it yeah. because when we got it, yeah. that was passed. Yeah, it had to be before that. Yeah. And I had never produced it, but I, I don't know what it would have happened. But I just knew I knew that show you was know when you see yeah. something. So when I when I was looking through the reader and I saw the woman in black, I go, "Damn!" At least I knew I was right. <laughs> you know, you couldn't get it, but it, it's fun to know. That that you're right because top producers. Yeah. Well, I didn't know you at the time, and then we and I I knew the show, but I was still blown away by it. Yeah. 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 I love it. Is it? People are scared. They told me that their kids are scared when they leave the building. They don't sleep. That's and the timing. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, the, two of the top actors. In, oh, we in, had yeah. the best. Yeah. You know, Greg Winkler, as we all know, is one of the best. Yes, he is. Wow. So. Let's get back to uh, this show f for a moment. Sure. So you're saying we're bringing, your families are coming to see it. Yes, we've had several families. I'm guessing that all the people that saw it at Theater UK up at No Exit Cafe are going to come again. This is the kind of show you can see it once every couple of weeks and, yeah. and get so much out of it. And they don't have the, the uh, we are so available. You know, we have posters, we are in the city, mm -hmm. we're across from Steppenwolf. We are a good place to come to the theater. Yeah, and there's, there's restaurants all up and down the sure, street. Sure, yeah, that's a, this is a, a so good. So it's a good space. Yeah, you come down, you park once. And we also didn't overprice it. Okay. We're well, very you tell us uh, tell us how how the tickets are going for. Uh, Saturday is forty six fifty, and uh, Thursday and Friday I think are forty two fifty, and or thirty six fifty. Yeah, and uh, that's less than half the price of the downtown shows. Right, that's that's one of the things we wanted to do because this is still a non-equity show. Remember, okay. And we we wanted to get an audience, and we didn't want to charge eighty, ninety dollars. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I see people that do that, and that's that's a kiss. And they charge death. themselves right out of the business. Yeah, and we wanted this to run for the kids and for us. Well, and what the kids are learning here, because folks, they might be non-equity. But that doesn't mean they're not talented. Okay. All these kids are going to be equity. They're, oh, they're, no they're getting their ticket punched. Oh, yeah. yeah and, and they're learning so much for this. Uh, I was wondering, I saw it last Sunday night. That, that was their fourth show in two days. Fourth show. And they didn't days. do that with Fred. So I'm wondering, I said, I said to the, to uh, my young reviewer, Anthony, that, that came with me, I said, it's going to be a big test for these kids to see how their voices hold up. You know, doing four in two days, and what they? How many do they do in a week? Six. They do six right six. now. All right, six. Like Thursday, Friday, yeah. uh, two Saturday, two Sunday. That's double what they were doing with Fred. I think they I think were they doing, were doing three. Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, they were doing four. Okay, four, three or four. Three. I don't know if he did four, three or four. But the the doing the the extras in one day. We're, we're waiting too. Yeah, we're hoping that. It, well, the voices so far they're doing great. The good, and that's part of the training that that they're getting. And right. and you guys, your stage manager, and you guys as producers to make sure that. That, you know, the quality stays up. Yeah, we have a wonderful stage manager, too, Rachel Holiday. She's wonderful. Yeah. She's on top of everything. And and that is that is so important in a Absolutely. show to keep the quality up. We moved up. her, too. Did you? We moved everybody. <laughs> we could move. Well, that, that's that's fantastic. And uh, you're obviously excited about this I show. I am so excited. I can't tell you. I, I have been to this show at least 20 times in the last three weeks during uh, rehearsals and previews. I've been to every show. And I didn't go for three days now, and I'm dying. I'm coming back tonight because I'm dying. Oh, that's terrific. You know, I, I need my fix. Well, w right now, the only show 
besides your show that's been running a long time is Million Dollar Quartet. Which has run for five years. Yes, it's run for five years. They've right. kept the quality up. And there's been such a need for, for another show that's similar in style, in, in high-pitch yeah. entertainment right. and, and so forth, and but, but four, totally different. They have a 400-seat house. Yeah, they have a 400-seat house, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, so that's great news that, that there is more than one. Well, we think so. Yeah. In one of the reviews, it said... Uh, we're going to give Million Dollar Quartet a run for the money. Yeah, and I think you're going to appeal to the same audience. I think I you think guys so are going to feed so each other. So many people yeah. have seen Million Dollar Quartet. They may be looking for something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've seen it three times myself. Oh, yeah, I have too, and I, you know, I intend to go every back. Every time yeah. somebody comes in town, off we go to Million Dollar Quartet. Well, now there's another one you now can put. Now everybody should come here. Yeah, and... and it, it's legitimate, uh, and it's smart that you kept the ticket price down. Well, we—it was very important to us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could have moved it downtown, but then you're in. Then you're you're almost into a point where you'd have to. Uh, then you, you, you charge you're too much. You're yeah. really, and this is as big a house as this show belongs in, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, 180 seats. It, it it's so well laid out. I didn't realize there's there are many seats. And we, in the last row, we're selling for twenty five dollars. So actually, they go twenty-five to forty-six fifty. That's cool, and yeah. you can see on any place in the theater. Oh yeah, yeah. The, this is not a and problem. the and the projection of the singers right are, well, are we there. Just, we figured they, this was too small a theater to mic them, yeah. so we have the hanging mics. Yeah. So and they all know where they are, and they know where to place themselves. And I I'm so excited! I can't. I love the band. I love everybody in it. I mean, I have a whole new family. What keeps you going? I see the spark in you, and, and we can hear it in your voice, your enthusiasm. I, I, I don't know. It just makes me happy. I went to my doctor this morning, and he said, I haven't seen you this happy in years. <laughs> and I said, no, because I'm doing something I love. Okay. I love this. So, so tell us why you love producing. Uh, well, I came to Northwestern okay. to be an actress. Yeah, let's hear your story now. Okay. okay. I came to Northwestern to be an actress. My teacher kicked me out when I got engaged because she said you can't have two loves. So Interesting. Then I, then I switched to radio and television. I was the first woman ever at Northwestern in radio and television. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, we're going back 50 years. Okay. So the guy who taught hated me because he said there was no place for women and gave me all the bad jobs. You're kidding. No, I was, you know, they didn't want a woman. It was a man's place. So then I went back and got my master's in film from uh, Northwestern, and I made uh, several films. One with Colleen Dewhurst, which won the uh, Houston uh, Festi Film what, Festival. What film was that? It's called Woman in Black. I, I'm, I'm very, no, it's not called Woman in Black. God, what is the name of it? It's in, it's in the program. Well, let's look. I got too many. No, it, A Woman in the Wind. A Woman in the Wind. A Woman. I'm always with yeah, a woman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I made it with Colleen Dewhurst. And we won the Houston uh, Film Festival. And I made a film with uh, an alderman here, Ricky Hendon, uh, called Butterscotch and Chocolate, which was a disaster. But I got my filmmaking experience. Okay. What's the difference in making a film or producing a live show? Um, well, my love of making films is editing. Okay. I mean, to me, the film is made in the editing. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, it's an editing. Yeah, That's why you shoot every scene so many right, times. Right, But I, the fun of making films to me is the editing. And both films I did, I did the help with the editing. 
and loved it. Spielberg does that to all. Uh, it's just, yeah. but I did it in the old-fashioned way, the razor blade. <laughs> oh, gloves, you're kidding. Oh. You know, because uh, when I was at Northwestern, I graduated in 84. The whole speech school stood up when I graduated because I was there eight years for an MFA, which is a two-year program. <laughs> <laughs> but I have six children, and uh, I couldn't get there more. So that's a lesson for, for those it women is. that have a family. You can still do your outside things. It they just might a, take a little longer. Right. They made a deal with me. If I would be a TA, uh, they would pay for everything. Wow. So I didn't have to pay for my uh, degree. But I TA'd for four years. So they got their, their they got ounce, their of, uh, yes. ounce of flesh but out. But it was great. Yeah, I loved, I yeah loved that's a good deal. People. I loved everything about it. So, but, but in doing, obviously, in producing... Uh, live theater it's so in the moment and, it is yeah it and, is. and it, it there's no every time is the first time out for the audience it is. it's opening nights every it, night yeah but it's like with film uh it's hurry up and wait you sit there and you wait for the sun to go up the sun to go down you can sit 12 hours for the right light mm -hmm. so it's it's boring to film it's wonderful editing i found it boring to film yeah and, and the live stage is, is and a live stage is alive well, I've had film people tell me they love hiring stage actors because they know how to get in character. They know how to learn lines. Right. And, and they can do it from the beginning to the end. Right. And so even if you're shooting the last scene first, which in film, what right? What you do. Yeah, what you do. They, they can get into their moment and be there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like we had Colleen Dewhurst in this film. I mean, I've never met a better actress. I've never known a better actress. She was phenomenal and worked with her. We rented a um, ranch in uh, Montana and lived there for 12 weeks and made this film. What's a city girl doing in Montana for oh, 12? Did yeah, you go nuts? <laughs> no, we had a wonderful time. But I find that uh, filming is hurry up and wait. Yeah. That's and, what every, that's what actors have told me and, yeah. and directors have. Yeah. Whereas and that's why they come back to the stage. Because the stage yeah. is it's alive. It's always there. And, and you don't have 10 retakes. You don't have 20 retakes. What you see is what you get. And s some shows are better than others. Yeah, that's true. And, and the actors will tell you, too. Because the, yeah. the ones I know in shows, I say, how'd your show go? Well, we were all right. Well, we were really up tonight. Yeah, they know. And, and sometimes it's, it's it's feeding off of the audience, too, isn't it? Sometimes it's definitely the audience. You have a dead audience, your actors respond. You have a great audience, the actors respond. How are the audiences been so far? I, I, wild. I mean, they come out clapping. They singing. were wild the night I was there, yeah. Uh, we've had a lot of standing ovations, and they don't want it to end. You know, 40 songs, yeah. 40 and songs. They, and they're so happy when they come back and do rock and roll again. Yeah. You know, the audiences, have, I haven't met anybody that hasn't loved it. What a great experience for the, for the nine... Oh my God! Actors, yes. yeah, they're learning so much. They're learning how to sell songs. They're learning how to and the, the orchestra and yeah. the understudies, yeah. all of them. But I mean, the the, the discipline they're learning to yeah. to being doing a major production of a show night after night and keeping it fresh every night. And they do. And like I said, I I was little I I was worried, not worried in a good way. I'd think it's going to be interesting to see how they do it because I saw the Sunday night after they had done the whole. You saw week. the fourth. The yeah. fourth of the weekend. Yeah. yeah, and they were awesome. Yeah, it was very, it was very that 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 told me if I was one of your silent investors, which I wish I was, but I'm not. Uh, I would have been so happy if they had been. There. I would say, well, this show's this show's going to run. I have no worries about this show. Oh, well, thank you. 
Have uh, have you been able getting all the reviewers out? I know you've had a few. Well, out. we're a re-review, remember? Yeah. Pardon? We're what is called a re-review. Yeah. So, yes, we've had a little problem. Yeah. Hetty did an article about us last Sunday. Oh, good. And uh, Chris is coming. Hetty's supposed to come this weekend. And I, Chris will come whenever he, he can. He said yeah. he will. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, and... They they know the first production. They all raved on the first I production. Know. Yeah, and it's nice to get that reinforcement. Yeah, I thought I thought it was awesome, and and well, I'm just delighted. so glad you did it. And again, this is how I pick. People ask me how I figure out who I'm going to interview. Five minutes into the show, I said I'm going to have to interview who's involved. And I looked in the program. I know you were involved. I said there's got to be a story here. Yeah. I'm very happy with it. So so tell us what other projects you may have going or you're thinking about doing? Well, I'm thinking about doing a show in New York. Okay. I'm thinking about it. Okay. But I haven't signed anything or done anything. Okay. Yeah, you obviously you can't. I can't talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. No. But that's good. You, you're. I, uh, it's funny. I've had two knee surgeries in the past two years, so I haven't done anything. So all of a sudden, all this, and uh, I, it's like my life has changed totally. You you seem reinvigorated. I am. Because I saw you at a few shows a year or two ago, and you were a little down. I was down. Yeah, yeah. I was down, but I, this is, it's been the best medicine for me. Tell us how you lasted 19 years on the Jeff Committee. Oh. That is such a grind, and I had nothing but respect. Um, I mean, you, you guys see almost theater. as many shows as we I do. I love theater. Yeah. Um, we do have the choice uh, of you can do all equity or all non-equity. Oh, that's good. You know, that's and then right. You, then sometimes they overlap, and sometimes you have six weeks free. But it got to the point where I felt... I wasn't being fair anymore. Going four and five times a week, I was getting the point where I thought, I'm not being as fair as I should be. Because I've seen so many shows that I, I want to, I don't think it's good to be on too long. You know, I, I understand that. And as I've added a couple of reviewers and, and a lot of the shows, like your show, I had my younger reviewer review to get a fresh look at it. I still want to see them, but I, I don't have to. Make those judgments. Well, and I did. agree with you on that. And yeah. you have to make all the yeah. judgments, and you want to be fair to everyone. Mm -hmm. And I felt that I was getting to the point where I, I just wasn't good for me anymore. It wasn't good for them anymore. And I love the theater too much to do any harm. Well, that's, I'm sure everyone appreciates that. I hope so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I miss you know. it. But then I, you know. But you still get the seashell. I, I see said, you at oh, show. Oh, yeah. I, I saw said, you at Measure for Measure I the other night. Measure yeah. for Measure, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah. And uh, are you going to produce more shows in Chicago? Oh, I'd like yeah, to. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to see how this goes. But I really have to see something that, oh, my God, I got, this got to go someplace else. I, first of all, i got to tell you, I love musicals. I do, too. Musicals are my thing. Uh, and I've been hurt in several of them uh, that I've invested in. Who hasn't been? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, uh, that I've invested in. But... I still love musicals, so if I ever do anything again, it will be musical. Well, that's good. Yeah. And and those are the toughest ones to do, aren't they? They are. Because you've had so many more elements to the, the orchestra. They're also and, the most fun. Yeah, I, I would think so, yeah. You know, they're the ones where you get excited every song and everything, yeah. Well, we are so glad that you got reinvigorated and that, that Fred developed the show. Oh, and he's, I know he's happy. He told me. He says, oh. I'm so, he says, it's like a dream. He said... 
I could never have thought, I wouldn't know how to do it, and he says, I was a little afraid he, of it. you've been going to his theater for years. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a genius. He is. He is a genius. I've got to give him all the credit in the world. I have seen more shows there. I've asked him before to move things, okay. and he never decided to do it, but I wanted to move Punk Boys and Dinettes. I loved that, too. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, that was... That, that, that was opening in New York, and there was that thing, and I didn't, but... There are, I, I've been a fan of his for at least 15 years. Yeah. I just think he's a genius. And he, he finds the talent. I don't, I don't know where he finds I don't either. I keep asking him. I, I yeah. mean, I go over every night. I, half the kids he, that he casts, I've never equity. seen. Yeah, and, and he's getting all these kids, they're, they're ticket punched. Right. And, uh, and now you are too. Yeah, good. And as they move on, you, you, you'll find some others, right? Oh, there. I'm sure. Yeah. If, uh, and Fred will help us. Oh, that's cool. He, st he still stays involved, huh? Oh, my God, yes. You know, if we need uh, new people, he'll tell us who he's auditioned and send us the people he would think would be right for this. We'd audition, but so would he, so. Oh, that's... Uh, no, he's been wonderful. That's, that's, that's great. I, I, I'm really a huge fan. All right. We're just about out of time. Give us a little commercial. At the Royal George, what days do you run? We run Thursday, okay. Friday at 7.30. We run Saturday at four no five and eight and sunday we run uh two and six two and six yeah wow and we're wonderful yes you are <laughs> and, we're a and, lot of and fun. It's, it runs about two hours right? two hours two with hour, 15 with a 15 and it's it's high energy 40 songs unbelievable yeah, energy yeah it is it and those of you that have a little gray in your hair and a, and, a few and a few okay. wrinkles. We'll know all the songs. Yeah. And for the younger people, they'll be introduced. They, they know some of the songs. The people were shocked when they heard yeah. Elvis Presley songs. Yeah. Yeah. They had no. Nobody ever knows who wrote these things. That's true. Yeah. You know, and yeah, they were shocked. So yeah, we're thrilled. And we're, did I hear you say that that uh, that the stroller is still alive? What? The stroller's still alive. Stroller, yeah. 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 I just got these pictures from the uh, manager here. Think he's going to come in and see the show? I don't know. I don't know. We haven't been in touch with. He hasn't been in touch with us. But I'd love to have him. He's got to be. He's got to be in his late eighties or nineties by now. Wow. So I don't know. But oh boy, would I love to have yeah, him. Yeah, that would be that cool. Would be yeah, so if it does, let me know. Oh, it sounds like a good interview. <laughs> oh, it'd be a great interview. Yeah, it would. It would be. Yeah. Well, get it. Keep up the good work. Thank you. And and let's hope this show keeps going folks get out and see it it's it's a high energy show what'll happen is you'll come back again when people come in from out of town it it'll go on that list that that i think it, it's the show to see and then see million dollar quartet yeah because this is the I hot agree. new show in town I but agree. they're both worth seeing. they're both great yeah because and one against, feeds the other i've seen million dollar quartet myself yeah. three times yeah I want people to see this three times. Yeah, I, I, I I've agree. Seen it like with out of towners every time, and that's what I'm hoping will happen here. You know, people come and then they bring their guests. Yeah. By the way, as the weather warms up, as if it ever does, uh, and more tourists come in town, yeah, this 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 should go on uh, on all the so. lists. Near mouth, the gods you. Oh, thank you, thank you, and folks, make sure you go see a play this week and catch this show. You'll be glad you did. Thanks for listening.